everyone, this is Joshua. And I'm Amanda Moore. And this is the Love and Level Up podcast. Love and Level Up is a podcast created to cultivate conversations for listeners about how to master the mindset of leveling up and refraining from broken habits. Topics range from love and relationships, the Christian faith, to relevant topics for entrepreneurs and creatives. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Love and Level Up podcast. We're both excited to bring to you guys um, something that we've been meaning to talk about for a while as we've been seeing the the difference in between people and how people react to certain things that's going on, whether it's the worldly view, whether it's a, a Christian perspective view or a spiritual view. But the one thing that I, I would say is that change is something to embrace, but change can be detrimental to a lot of people out there. And what I mean by that is that some people just don't like change. Some people don't like to evolve. Some people don't like to grow. Some systems don't like change. Some systems don't like to grow. Um, But the question that I want to ask to kind of get this conversation going is, are people just, do people just don't like change or are people are just too lazy to change? And that's a question that I want you guys to ask yourself and then also take a look around and see what's around you and then question that as to what's not changing and why is it not changing. Um, So we're going to get the conversation going, though. And Amanda, I'll ask you, you know, what do you think? Do you think that people are just not willing to change because of systems and structures that's already been put in place and maybe they just feel more comfortable? Or do you feel like, you know, people are just lazy and and the desire to change is just not there. The the want factor is not there. Like I'm comfortable where I'm at. I'm good where I'm at. I don't need no change. Right. I mean, I would say I agree with you. It is a combination of both. Um, Very often, I think many people don't recognize where they're not changing. Um, but they, I think people do want things to change. I think there's things that we're all getting tired of, where we all go through, and like, man, I wish this could change. I wish this was different. You know what I'm saying? Like, but hold on. But why do people? Why do people want to change? I would say people want to change because they're not satisfied staying the same, being the same, or doing the same thing day in and day out. It's not giving them what they want. So, if you look at, you know, a woman who's in an abusive relationship, or um, you know, a guy that's working a job that's not making enough money to be able to provide for his family. Like you get tired of doing the same thing day, day in and day out because you're not reaping the results that you really want for your life to be changed and for you to live the type of life that you know you would be most happy and satisfied and fulfilled with. But I think some people like, I, I mean, I, at least I know some people that's just satisfied with what they do every single day. I think that people aren't satisfied. I think people just settle in life. And then... I think also it's a combination of insecurity as well. Some people don't either don't realize they have options again because it's either a mindset that they just never grew or they never understood. Because I think for me, for instance, I didn't realize that I did have options in life, you know, until I got older. And then when I saw my online mentor, that was the thing that I really learned from her. Like, you have options. You don't have to do things X, Y, Z way. And that was Mm -hmm. the thing that like liberated me because I always felt like, my whole life like that had to be true like I refused to believe there was only a one way to be successful in life like everyone kept telling me you the only way to be successful is to go to college and get a job and my whole life is like I couldn't accept that you know and that's why I was failing at it because I was just like I know I'm a creative I know I'm a person 
that I want to change. I just need help. Like I know what I want to do. I just need someone to teach me or guide me. And I just was, I was going to school and I wasn't getting that from professors. I wasn't getting that from the school or the environment, you know, and I, I don't want to make this all about college right now, but yeah, I just, I just like through, once I graduated from high school, I started realizing like, okay, this is the rest of my life. So am I just going to go to school? Am I just going to work a job day in and day out? I was working retail and I was just like, man, there's got to be more life than this. And then when I finally worked like an office job and I was making more money than I had ever made, you know, and I had like a somewhat decent salary, but it was still like, there has to be more to life than this. Like, this is not fun right. at all. But I think I think some people, I'm including me and you in this, I think some people, I'm not going to say all because I can't speak for all, but I could say that some people are more naturally just wanting to push the status quo, wanting to reach out and yeah. go after more, you know what I'm That's saying? True, and, and seek that. But I think... There are also a majority of people that they just feel like, yo, this is what it is and this is my life. Yeah. And I'm willing to accept that. You know what I mean? So in some cases where change is necessary for us and for many other people out there, the majority of what I see is that that's it's just not a it's not really a thing that cross people's mind in a sense where it's like every day for us it's like, yo, you know, something got to give, something got to yeah. change. Like we expect more. I, d- I definitely would say that for a person that longs for change you'll never be comfortable in less like even if you're sitting in less you'll always like I remember times where I had nothing going for myself and I would just like be in my room and and I was just like I was never comfortable with the idea of doing nothing I think people around me thought I was because they're like you're not doing anything but I was still like something has to change I don't know how it's gonna change I don't Mm -hmm. know what I have to do or what but I was always open and willing and looking for change even if it wasn't finding me and you're you was feeling that like all of that oh yeah but when you had a good salary job right yeah well that was actually before I had that job that was actually during times where like I wasn't working because I had I I was in a lot of really bad jobs. Like yeah. I was in, but let's, yeah. let's, let's not to cut you off, but let's give the people like some perspective. So like sometimes you can have a good thing going, but you still want something else. You still see that your life could be better than what it looks like in the current moment. So for your, for instance, like you was working at a job where it was, I mean, everybody was kind of praising it, you know what I'm saying? And giving right. it is, giving it is just due because they pay well, you know, you, whatever but you came into a point where you just like no it's i don't even think i came into a point again i was always desiring change so like i think the misunderstanding was people felt like oh well this is like the best job you've ever worked amanda this is great it has benefits like you're doing so much more better in life but from the second that i got hired there i was already like i'll probably be here two years tops Mm -hmm. you know so when i got to three years and i had never worked a job past nine months i was freaking out i was like holy crap i can't keep doing this because this is not for me. Like, I knew from day one I was not going to stay there. And people right. are like, oh, you can move up in the company and make more. Right. No. Like, to me, this was just like, this is a stepping stone for something else. I don't know what that something right. else is. But I always knew from day one, I'm not going to work a job like this. Like, yeah. I'll never forget. I saw this meme one time. And it was like, um, this lady, some type of Hollywood lady. It was, she was just like the picture. But I remember it was written on the meme. Like, when you look around your job and you're just like, I'm way too fabulous for this place. Like, that's how I felt deep down inside. Like, every day I'll go to work, it wasn't about, oh, I just want to live a life of just laying up in the shade. I was like, no, I want to work hard for whatever it is that I want. Mm -hmm. I want to earn my right to have whatever it is that I want. So when I get there, I don't got to make no apologies. Like, I can live my life unapologetically because I worked my butt off for the lifestyle that I want. Yeah, I think think for me, um, you know, one of the things that I've noticed is just like, 
especially with the in the country that we live in, I think the the way the everything is like kind of put out there for 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 what you're supposed to do as when you graduate, when you get older, you get a four year degree, whatever. It's like okay, you you graduate, you work a job up until a certain point in your life, and then you retire, and then you know that certain point in your life until you retire is very just you're old. You you know what I'm saying? You can barely be functional the way that you was when you was younger. So yeah. I think that's how the system is. That's how like I, I at least in in our country in America, that's how it is. I can't speak for everybody other country, but I think that's just how it is. Yeah. Um I agree and I do think that um I do feel as though if everybody does the same thing around you, everyone's gonna encourage you to do the same thing. And then if you're doing something that most people don't do or you're going against the status quo, everyone's gonna be looking at you like, What the frick are you doing? Like, we don't do that. Or Right, like, but the people that's changing the world, the people that's changing the world to your credit. Yeah. Those people have that mentality, right? So when oh, you're course. talking about when you're talking about certain individuals that create or is a creative where um, they may be changing systems or changing how things are put in place so the world can evolve. I think that we, I think those are the type of people that see it the way that we do. But the majority, so you got like maybe 10% of those people. And then you got 90% of people that only think one way where it's yeah. just like, you know, whatever whatever change happens, it happens. But like, that has nothing to do with me. I'm going to just I stay honestly, doing this. I honestly think, though, that it has to be introduced to you at some point where you're still open to changing. Because I think what, what happens with people, the older and older they get, the more they get stuck in their ways, you know? And then we also have people that can fill themselves up with a lot of information, but they never apply it. So you're just like a smart dummy. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I know. Oh, and I know about this. And I know about that. But you never done any of the things that you know. So what do you really know? Until, like, for instance, I studied entrepreneurship for a minute before I launched a business. But the thing that I've learned of launching a business is that, yeah, I knew some things, but I'm really learning now what business really is because I actually have a business. There's so much stuff I still don't know because every day I'm learning. And this is a process like anything else. It's like if you study... You know, you go years to go to school to become a doctor, but you don't really know, or let's say like a plat- a surgeon or whatever, right? But you don't really know how to do surgery on people until they put that body in front of you. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of people don't understand that. And for me growing up, what I didn't realize till I got older was that I was always around creatives. Like I didn't know that. Like I, I had a piano teacher. She was a complete creative. Like she was an out of the box kind of person. She was like over the top glamorous. Like she was just a different type of character. Like she's not your everyday type of person. She had her own business in her house, teaching kids how to play piano. You know what I'm saying? She was like made in the shade type of thing. I mean, she was working hard for her stuff, but she lived like different from how I saw my family lived. And then when I was younger too my parents put me in magnet schools so I was doing art and I was doing music and I wanted to do dance but they didn't let me do that but regardless I did all these things at a young age so I was always around creative people so I kind of understood like creatives don't think like the rest of the world does like we're we're naturally different we're kind of we're more introverted we're kind of like what people consider weird or whatever because we don't fit in we're naturally standouts you know what I'm saying so I think that also, like, my family didn't really understand that at times. Like, this is what you put me around. So I'm naturally going to gravitate towards what I saw as a child, you know, that became what was normal to me. I didn't think I was doing anything different by being myself. I'm just being me, you know? Right. But in hindsight, I was talking to someone the other day about um, some things being a generational thing. And that's I feel like the past generation before us, I think they were more tied in and more stuck to... Uh, a certain way of being, a certain yeah. way of living than we are today. 
And not just because of how open that we have been exposed to social media and social networking and stuff like that. But I was going to say that I just think that the majority of people are just too lazy to change. I don't think that people don't want to change because I do think that people do seek change. Like they do see that it's possible. But I just think that when it comes into putting all the pieces together to create that change, I just think that people are just really just lazy because once you start changing, a lot of things that that you know you was once doing must change as well right. and a lot of people don't you know i just think that a lot of people don't want to give up what they was you know doing before i do agree with you i do think as a con i mean at some point if you never change then it has to do with indifference laziness you don't want to do anything different you don't want to you know what i'm saying but i think also some people just need the information like you said i think now people are recognizing things that years ago others weren't because we have more access to information. Our generation is more open to change because of that, because we realize what the prior generations were doing wrong was that they were not changing. They were just doing whatever mom and dad told them to do. And contrary to popular belief, mom and dad don't always know what's best for you. They may want what's best for you, but just because they tell you this is what I think you should do doesn't mean it's always right. Yeah, I'm thinking about, um, I was thinking, I don't know, it just, just came to me, but even when Obama was running for president, mm-hmm. and I think his campaign was change is coming to America or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was, it was change. And, yeah, I, and yeah. I think that the reason why he received so many of the young votes was because of that. Because right. we've realized and come to to the mind, it's just like, yo, the like our world around us needs to change. Right. It cannot it go was, the It way was an effective going. campaign because of the fact that they used, they just used that, you know? And I think every time, not to get into politics, but just for the sake of conversation, right? Every time there's a new politician, that's what they're really advocating for. We're going to change this. We're going to change that. We're going to, but I think that they really, they really ran with that because yes, that's ultimately, that's what people want to see. They see any situation that's not working or man, this, this could really improve or we need stuff to give. So if you're, if you're preaching change, then we want that. Like, even like, I feel like in the body of Christ, even, and I didn't want to get, you know, into the spiritual aspect, but you know, we're talking. So I really honestly feel like it's the same thing. People say, oh, well, the church doesn't want change, but I think there's also a generation that realized things do need to change. Like we can't keep doing the same thing like clockwork and then expect things to be different and then it's not. And so I think the problem that people don't realize is we're always waiting for everyone else to change. Like I'll never forget, it was actually Jermon Glenn, he posted this and it was like, um, it was like a little cartoon. And on one thing it said, uh, it was like a guy asking this group of people, who wants change? And you see all the people raising their hands. And then on the second little picture it said, who wants to change? And all the people were just looking back at him like, no, we ain't trying to change. And I think that's the problem with society. People think that everyone else needs to change around them in order for them to receive change. When we don't realize we need to be the change that we want to see. Because when you change, everything around you changes. It yeah. has to change. And, that, and that's perfect. That's a great example. I was thinking about this earlier today. It kind of crossed my mind, but I was... Ah, it's so... It's like God right here. Because the fact that we're on the topic of change, I was thinking about... Um, like how, how everybody expect change to like just take its course somehow, right. some way. It's just supposed to happen. And, so, pro- and sometimes but, it does. But the problem but, I see, especially with, yeah. especially with, um, especially with like strong foundations that's already been set in stone, such as the church and the way the church is. I feel like even with the church, the problem the church has is that they're so. They're so um, hmm. 
They're so against change that every time they embrace change, it's always a little too late. And I realize right. that because it's just like, I mean, just to be honest, well, we've been safe. We I, at least I have been yeah. safe for the last for real, for real, last two years. And I, and that's one of the things that's it frustrates me the most. It's just like it's for me to see the church only in one way. It's like the, God is not one dimensional. He's multi. He, he's multifaceted. So that means that he can operate and do many things that I think the church just may not understand as well. But yeah. maybe that's just my immaturity looking into it as a new born uh, saved I, Christian. I think the problem too, and I think you, you were hitting on it already, lots of times people don't change until it's too late. You know what I'm saying? Like People don't change until they ran out of all their options, until, well, me sitting in my pride and my stubbornness didn't push us any further. So I guess I'll change now. And I guess, I mean, to some ex- to some credit, I think it's good if you at least change at some point because some people never change. And that's really sad. Like, it's so sad to be so prideful and so stubborn to the point where you, like, you live a miserable existence. Like, your whole life is just miserable. You're not happy. And I do think that there are cycles and, you know, deep things that trauma, things that people have been through that prevent them from wanting better for their life or just being scared because people are fearful of change. They're fearful of what's different. They're fearful of doing something they've never done. But I think that you have to get to a point in life where you say, what's more scary? Me taking the risk and seeing if it pans out or me never doing anything and then later realizing, you know, like, wow, what if I would have took that chance? You know, and I think there's more people on their deathbed that, that, that think about, man, they go back on life and they're not thinking about the things that that um they did but the things they didn't do mm-hmm. you know like wow like i man i could have did this even if they tell somebody look you only got three four months five months to live right a lot of people are gonna say you know what well if i only got this much time to live, i'm gonna do everything that yeah, I, that i yeah. that i kept holding back yeah, i'm gonna course. live life to the fullest and so i think that that's how we should be living our lives because what we don't realize is you don't need a doctor to tell you hey listen you only got four to five months to live the reality is every single day we're dying Right. Every single day is another day you're not going to get back. You're not going to be on this earth forever. No matter what you believe, God, Jesus, whatever you believe in. At the end of the day, this is humanity. Like, we're not immortal. So you have to you have to be able to understand that we're, you're going to pass. You know what I'm saying? You're, and if you don't leave nothing on this earth that you could say, man, I'm proud of that. It's going to be the one thing that might eat you up inside. I just, I couldn't live my life like that, let alone just the fact that it's not fun to live a mediocre life. Like it's really not. It's just, and yeah. it's not for me, to be honest. Yeah, I was, um, I was having a conversation, uh, and we were talking about, um, we were talking about how like Tesla, the vehicle Tesla, mm-hmm. is gonna become the new Apple of cars. Meaning that, you know, when Apple first introduced the the iPhone, it was just like. One of the things that hit the market, saturated the market, and it flooded everything else out, mm-hmm. right? So now we see what, what we see with Tesla is that a lot of other companies are introducing um, electric cars, right? Because, you know, we we are the generation I feel like is more conscious of the greenhouse um, effect where we're talking about, you know, gases and stuff like that, that is ruining our environment. Mm-hmm. So I think that we we realize, look, electric is the way to go. But I think because Tesla has already came out and made that stamp, I feel like it is going to be like the Apple and everybody else. All the other cars right now is just like Androids. You know, no no offense to anybody that has an Android, 
But sometimes, look, if you have an Apple, you kind of like, if you have an Apple iPhone, I feel like you're more set in a way where it's just like, you kind of hate those green messages to come through your phone. Like, you love seeing that blue. I don't even like getting on these conversations. Yeah, I'm just saying, it's just Apple versus Android, however you want to put it. Yeah, however you want to look at it, yeah. It's a real thing, you know what I mean? So it's just one of those things where I've realized that, look, you know, they changed the way things were, uh, the way things were. And the fact that they're producing these cars, I feel like, yo, the world needs to change in a sense where it's already changing, but people right. are not catching up or people are just running too slow. Some of the things that I've been telling you is just like how systematic structures is going to crumble because of the change that's happening. Yeah. There's no longer going to be, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that's no longer going to be in place when that change does come. And it's happening right now, this very day. Mm-hmm. But the fact that what frustrates me the most is that people don't want to see it that way. They always want to see it the way they always saw it, which is part of the problem that, you know, and again, you know, once change is occurring, I, that's why I feel like people are just too lazy to change because they don't want to go through learning a whole new thing, oh, experiencing a whole new oh, thing. They don't want to go through that. They yeah. rather stay stuck in their ways and just be like, yo, this, this is my life. This is what yeah. it is. I mean, pe- people do sometimes just get stuck in their own ways and, you know, like, let it come as it goes. And if, if it's good, good. And if it's bad, bad. And I'll just deal with it. But that's just, to me, it's just like, yo, that's just sad. Like, I don't want to live my life like that. Like, if I got to change, I'd rather change than for change to find me. And now I'm like, ah, oh, man, I don't know what to do because I could have figured this out. You know, especially when, like, like you said, like, things are changing and people refuse to see that stuff's not going to always be the way that it's always been. Like, I can't get with people who love to romanticize the past because I'm not living in the past. I'm always looking towards the future. And I and the thing is, too, you don't want to be so far in the future that you're not living enough in the present because the present is all you can control. You can't control anything else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, it's definitely finding a, a balance between that. Because yeah. I, I tell you this all the time. Like, I'm always looking, wherever I'm at, whatever year it is, I'm always looking five years from now right? so I can gauge what's to come. Right. But if I'm not looking in the future, then... And I'm just living in the present and I can right. be blinded by my future. And also I can be blinded by my present because I'm just living in the moment. But the fact is, True. if we come so far, right, to get to a certain point in in um, each of our lives, right. I don't think it's a bad thing to look at the present. But I also don't think it's too bad of a thing to look more into the future because you should always be expecting no, something to happen of course. that is just mind blowing. You know what I mean? Right. Because I think that even... Even today, like we're in 2020 for the new year. Mm-hmm. And in the last decade, I mean, we was talking about this the other day. In the, in the last decade, how much have we changed? Oh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like, <laughs> There's a world, lot of change right there. In, in the I need world, to ask you for myself. And the world has changed as well as we change. Amen. But That's true now. some people that if they don't embrace the change, they fall by the wayside. Right. Which is a lot of people that is, you know, a lot older than us, but... There's also certain people that's even younger that they just, because whatever they family put on them, that they just think is one way too. I just think though that the world is changing now at such a capacity that it's like, even if people want things to stay the same, it's not going to. Because like you said, 10 years ago, I remember in 2010, like I didn't even have- Uber East wasn't around. Right. I didn't even have an iPhone in 2010, right? And that was still the time where you still saw adults kind of ragging on the kids. All these kids just be on their phone, da, 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 whatever. You give it like two, three more years by 2013, 2014, maybe not even, maybe it was even before that. 
like I see my grandma, my old, my older aunt, everybody, everybody on, the on the phone, like, and they on the phone, like it's like I'm not, and I and I couldn't even get it because I'm like, yo, y'all sitting on the couch, how we used to sit on the couch, not talking to nobody even on the phone, and so it's like I feel like we don't have a choice because now people understand, yo, in order for me to talk to people and communicate and get around, I don't have a choice but to embrace what's changing because there comes a point. Where, yeah, for years people were scared of computers or they were scared of this or they were scared of that. But I think also the way technology is evolving is become becoming more and more user-friendly. It's becoming so simplistic that it's like you can't even live life without these things anymore. It almost seems, you know, like, it. I don't know. I just think that's where we're getting in society where it's just like it's so real that it's like, man, like, I can't run from the change anymore. And so, right. yeah, I do think that people who are just stubborn and hard-headed are going to be the only ones who are going to have an issue with it. Another thing is, I'll never forget this. Uh, I was working at a job. They sent this email, and they were changing something with the system. And you already know. Everybody would hate that because, like, oh, we've got to learn a new system. It's not really fun, right? That's fun. But the, but the way that they titled the email was, change is the only constant. And I remember looking at that and it always stuck with me because I was like, that's so true because things are always constantly changing for as much as you want things to stay the same. They're never going to stay the same. Like right. it's not changes you know? for, I mean, these two things, change is necessary. Change is always evolving. Mm -hmm. And so even for, even if you're an entrepreneur, you know, the fact that you're already against the grain as far as following the status quo. You're yeah. creating something. You have a business that is probably, you know, somehow embracing change. You got to know that change is always evolving. And in order for your business to be successful, you must go with the change. So then you can be successful. Your business could be successful as a person. And then also change is necessary in order for you to grow as a person and as an individual, as a business owner, or even just as a person, um, you know, you got to know that change is necessary. Look, the people that have been running with you for five five years ago is not going to be the same people that's going to be running with you today. And it's not going to be the same people that's running with you 10 years ago. Th that's if they're not growing with you. That's if they're not yeah. growing with you. But yet and still, everybody grow different. Like That's true. The thing is, change is so crazy because change can happen to anybody. And while change is happening, people are changing and going in their different lanes. So yeah. therefore... I'm not mad at a person if they change and they end up going another way that I don't want to go. And I'd be like, yo, I got to cut you off because of that. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. happy for your change. But again, right. my change is not on the path that your change is going. So right. therefore, we must grow and separate. But the thing is, that's it right there. That's why people also don't like to uh, or are too lazy to embrace change. It's because of that separation that it may cause oh, to a lot of people in their lives and a lot of, of people that they're around. Man, let me tell you, the best thing that we could have done was to separate ourselves from everything that we once knew. Because right. now everything around us is just like you got to embrace the change. You got to embrace the environment that you're in, the city that you're in, the people that you're now around and the people that was, you know, what I'm saying and, the, and also the change in people that's no longer around you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So every time you every time you leave and then you come back, you realize how much you've changed as a person. And that's why change is necessary because it, it, it contributes to your growth as a person, as an individual, and that the the woman and man that you need to be in order for you to right. be able to do what you need to do. Yeah, and I think that people don't understand sometimes you grow more apart from people than together. Some people you gotta love them at a distance. Like relationships sometimes work better like that and i constantly would hear people like condemn people who cut things off like oh everybody's just trying to cut everything off but let me tell you something 
I don't know if it's from where I, I stand at or I sit at, like, and I and I say this all the time, just like this, exactly I'm saying it, because from where I sit at, I feel like people don't know how to cut things off. We don't know how to let go of stuff, and that's why we have so much junk in our life, because you don't know how to, you know, let just let go. Just kind of put your life in a certain order where you got to, you know, put in, take out, you know, you are the person that's in charge of your life. And I hear too often, too many people, oh, I just want my relationship to go back to how it used to be when we first got together. There's no way that that's going to happen because people, they get into a relationship and they've been dating for what you dated the person. Oh, the first three months, it was like this. The first three months, they was faking it. They was being whoever they thought you wanted them to be. And now you in a toxic relationship two, five years, two years, five years in. And you think that who they were in the first three months was who they were. That's not who they are. It never yeah. was who they were. And on top of that, the thing that really gets me with people is that they don't understand relationships have to change. They're going to change for as much as you want your relationship. Even if you're in a great relationship, like you and me, for instance, like, we're, we're now one year married. Our relationship is nothing like when we were in a long distance relationship, when we were boyfriend and girlfriend. It's a completely different relationship. Like, there are just certain things that we're never going to go back to because of the fact that now we're husband and wife. We've seen each other at every single point of the day. We, we've been able to get to know each other more intimately. We're going to change right before our eyes. There's no way that when we have kids mm-hmm. that we're still going to have the same dynamic yeah. either. You know what I'm saying? Respect, love should be there mm-hmm. regardless. And of I, don't, course, I, said, but... I, said, I said something like that the other day. I was like, yo, like when you get married, it's like even though, you, even though you, you've been with this person for a certain amount of years, it's like right. when you get married, things change. And everybody of was course. laughing at me like I was saying it in a negative way. I was saying it in a good way, like yo, things change. Like, but that's but it's I, the reality. I find it funny. I don't know where you said that. Other people are laughing because this is the thing: people don't expect things to change, and right. that's why mm. a lot of people end up <laughs> in divorce. A mm. lot of people end up hating their significant other because it's like, why can't you be the way mm. you were when we were just boyfriend and girlfriend? Because now I'm your husband. Now I'm your wife. Like, there are certain things that. Like, for instance, you know, for me, it was a huge transition for you and me to be have to share finances, not because I didn't want to share finances, mm-hmm. but because I was so used to not getting help at home. I was so used to like, OK, mom and dad, you pay the bills, mm-hmm. but they made sure that I was independent to a certain point where it's like, I'm not paying your phone bill. You want a car? Buy your own car. I am very grateful for that. But unfortunately, I never learned that it was okay also to get help. So by the time you and me got together, I didn't know how to bring that wall down. I was like struggling with that. Now I feel perfectly fine with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it took during the time that we were engaged and becoming husband and you know uh, going before we got down the aisle for me to have peace in that area because I didn't have peace. It was a change that was starting to happen because before I was cool with oh, we're going to go out to eat. Oh, Josh, I'll take the bill this time. Or, hey, Mm -hmm. look, I bought you this. Like, it was cool. Like, I never felt like, I was never that type of female where I felt like, ooh, whatever guy I'm with, he got to spoil me rotten. Like, I never felt like that. And you always treated me, and we were fair about things. But some people are very comfortable with the idea of someone else just throwing money at them. I never really was. Like, I just, Mm. I'm not that type of person. Mm. I would say that's that's the majority of, (laughs) that's the majority of just what I see today. Like, like you said, like some people are just comfortable with them throwing money at them. Whether you a guy or whether you a yeah, that, and that's the part I, of the problem. I don't problem. realize how many women just take care of men. Like they just mm-hmm. like you try to be his mother. Like yo, like you can't. You know he has to also bring something to the table. Like you can't just be picking up all the slack for him. Like that mm-hmm. just makes zero or, sense. Or or sometimes they will be like. Well, you know, he a good guy. I'm just waited out until he get his stuff together and all yeah, that. Yeah, he'll mm. never get his stuff together. <laughs> no, and point. I and I think and let me be honest too. 
I'll never forget, I saw this once and I love this so much. And it said, you know what? There's a difference with a man who ain't, who's not doing nothing to get it and a man who's doing everything in his power to get to where he needs to be. You know what I'm saying? And so you got to know the difference because if someone is fighting to get to the other side, you're going to see they put in their all to just get on track and get their life in order. You know, even if they don't got it just yet. But if a person just sitting back like, ah, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to take care of that tomorrow. Next day come, oh, you know, tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I put in that job application. They still ain't call. Uh, maybe I'll put in another job application in the next two weeks. Like, you could tell when somebody just taking their sweet time. You know oh, what I'm saying? Gosh. Like, after a certain point, for as nice as you are and for as understanding as I, I can be, you got to deliver. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to show and prove. If not, then deuces the door next well that's why i knew you were smart because you knew the difference oh no i definitely did by the time you came around <laughs> by the time you came around i was like yeah yeah i definitely know the difference because yeah you and me were both actually not working when we first met each other i think right no you I, was, were, I was in college though yeah you was in college yeah. and i was also finishing up school but we weren't like we but weren't I, working I was, just I, yet I, I but then we no, I mean, I'm not trying to take nothing from you, uh, but I'm just saying, like, me, like, at the time, too, like, I was still, like, trying to figure out, like, what am I going to do next the next time I get a job? Yeah. So, but by the time you and me got together, our lives just kept going more on track. Yeah. We both got jobs. Well, at the time, we I, was well. Like, well, I was, like, 18, 19 years old. So yeah, but regardless. I was yeah. in school, freshman, you know. Yeah, but what I'm telling you is, like, some females is, like, they won't get with a dude unless he, like, balling. But then it's like, how are you asking a guy f to have a foreign car and take you to five-star restaurants and you can't even do that for yourself, mm. sis? You don't even got a license, mm. you know? Like, and then they got to go, and then if the relationship don't last, they got to go back and live with mommy and daddy. Right, or it's just like, you want a dog guy and be like, you broke. Well, mm. do you got money? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, that's that's corny to me. Like, I feel like if you if you a female and you bossed up, then true, you should be with a guy that's on your level, period. The only but if way, not, then the only way for people, that. only way to accept this podcast as, is what it is is we keeping it 100 percent real, real. so look if y'all ain't if y'all don't like real if y'all don't like none of that y'all like the fugazi stuff or y'all like the flogging stuff y'all can go listen to somebody else podcast I'm that's saying. faking it but we real man um but i think that's it that I mean we i think that uh we, i did want to say though for a person that wants to change i just want to say this last thing you know i always gotta put in my last thing like let me say that last thing last i feel thing like if you want to change right Cut the excuses and start. Stop. I, this is like my message. Like People are probably tired of me talking about this on Instagram, but I'm going to say this till the wheels fall off. Like Every Friday, I do a post called Free Game Friday. It's a quick clip of, a, of a, like a quote, and I go into depth about that quote. And honestly, like I learned this from my online mentor. Sometimes you have to hear something seven times until it just sticks with you. And so I think sometimes as people, we want to change, but we don't realize you're not going to change just because you heard a really inspirational video one day or for you watch something for 20, 30 minutes. You got to constantly be be putting this stuff into your head. You got to hear it every single waking moment of the day because of the fact that if it's something you struggle with, if you have fear, if you're insecure, whatever it is that you suck at, you have to make it a point to get better. Yeah, don't like, be scared to jump. Right. And too many people think like how you said, change is just going to come to them. It don't work like that. You have to cut the excuses. Too many people think that change is just easier for some people than it is for others. No, this is a choice and a decision for every single person. 
We all have to confront fears. We all have to confront insecurities. We all have to look dumb before we could be up there shining with the ones that are already doing it for real. Like, you got to start from the bottom like everybody else. And even if you're old and gray, you can still change. Right. I Honestly, I encourage people to change at any point in time and do, do what you got to do to get to where you need to get to without compromising your morals and your values. You know what I'm saying? But too many people think that, like, oh, like, it's just whatever. It's like, nah, you, you really got to look at yourself and say, yo, like, it can't be that hard. Like, if somebody else could do it, what do I got to do to get to where I need to be? I don't care how I got to start this, where I got to go, who I got to talk to. Like, if I, if you want it that bad, you going to start, period. At Man, some point, excuses went, can't be enough. We went from record players to cassette tapes to CDs to now streaming. Right. The world is changing. You know, we went from, you know, cattles taking us across here and there you know, until they built the first car. Now the first car is no longer what it is. Now we're using electric cars. Right. It's, the world is changing. So if you're not able to get into this, uh, you know, the streamline pace in your life, then you, you're, look, you're quick on me falling behind. And, and that's why I just really wanted us to talk about this because, you know, it's been on my mind earlier today. And the fact that it's coming full circle with this podcast episode is really great. And it's really for the people that's needed, um, that it's needed for. So I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Love and Level Up podcast. Um, you know, like I always say, the way to support the podcast is go ahead and leave a rating and review. And subscribe. Um, and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Love and Level Up podcast. Please don't forget to hit share and subscribe. If y'all feeling us and want to continue to keep these conversations going, we're going to keep giving it to y'all every episode. See y'all in the next one.